And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, everybody, to a final week of the regular season and the final series weekend of the regular series. You are listening to BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL. I am Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, Turn professional, smartass on the radio, and with me, back, finally, missed you earlier this week on the first pod we put out, but man, he's back, he is the one and only Ryan Horvath, how you doing, baby, how you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling much better, I had like a allergic reaction, so uh, not the best weekend, not the best week, as I had one eyeball, uh, my other eyeball, I looked like I was like uh, Schwarzenegger and T2, like it was just like the red like <laughs> dot, just like blood red, and uh Man, even worse than that, though, the Cardinals clinched that wild card spot. So the NL's all wrapped up. We know who's going to the postseason, you know, for the most part. The AL, it's going to be an exciting weekend. But, um, yeah, man, thought I had pink eye and the Cardinals clinch a spot in the postseason. But other than that, doing well. I can't imagine. You have pink eye. The Cardinals yeah. clinch after winning 17 in a row. Yeah. Uh, finally, finally getting their 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 streak snapped by the Milwaukee Brewers on Wednesday evening. But they do have one more game taking place against Milwaukee on Thursday. And, of course, going into their weekend series, like you mentioned, the Cardinals already wrapped up right now. They got the second wild card spot. But you did mention that the NL is wrapped up. In a way, we know who's in the playoffs. But it's not entirely wrapped up in that there is still a one uh, magic number of one in the NL East for the Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies who are playing on Thursday evening. So this could be all wrapped up by the end of this evening. And we are going to absolutely talk about that game. Not to mention, you mentioned the AL. We got to talk so much about the AL because we got four spots all wrapped around three total game differentials my goodness going into the last three of the year I cannot wait to preview the rest of this weekend but let's go ahead and start it right out the gate let's talk about the games that are still taking place on Thursday evening we got Boston in Baltimore they dropped game one which was a huge huge loss even though Toronto dropped that same day Toronto got another win on Wednesday evening against the Yankees. They're going into their final game of that matchup. But Boston in Baltimore, they got Pavetta on the mound versus Wells. Obviously, the run, the money line is just no value at all. But also, I took a look at the run line. No value in that either. However, Ryan, they're playing the Baltimore Orioles. We know what right. the Baltimore Orioles are, even at home. And I honestly, I don't normally feel comfortable with it, but today I feel very comfortable on Thursday that you should not just take the run line. You should take the two and a half run line at plus 105. Pavetta, I think, is going to go ahead and throw up a six uh, six shutout inning. Completely agree. I think he'll be lights out on the mound, especially in this spot, man, when they have so much to play for. Uh, and I think that Boston's going to roll, especially with a big weekend coming up. I would look at them in the run at the run line. I mean, like you said, I mean, not much you could do with the money line. You don't want to really lay that price. I'm staying away from the total. I think Boston could explode for seven, eight runs by themselves, but I expect uh, really good stuff from Pavetta on Thursday. So it would be Boston or pass for me in that spot going against Baltimore on the road. 
Well, let's stick with that division because that division is chaos. We, of course, we know the Tampa Bay Rays have gone ahead and won out the division. They're about to get 100 wins, which, by the way, which would be the first time in that franchise's history of getting 100 wins. They've already set a new record for most wins in a single season for the Tampa Bay Rays or Devil Rays, even though the Devil Rays, I don't think, even finished one season above 500. But New York Yankees. In Toronto, Wednesday was an exciting game. Garrett Cole got roughed up a little bit, which also lends a little bit about the Cy Young futures because today, Thursday evening, Robbie Ray on the mound at home against the Yankees. And listen, I like the Yankees. They currently hold that top uh, spot, but I think they're going to drop down. I think we might have ourselves a three-way tie by the end of the day because Toronto got Robbie Ray on the mound. Kluber on the mound, plus 120, Ray, minus 145. I don't only like the Jays. I like the Jays today on the run line, plus 135. What say you, Ryan Horvath? Yeah, I played the Jays on Thursday night, so hopefully you're checking out this podcast early because I played them. I just went with the money line, minus 145. You have Robbie Ray on the mound. He's looking to wrap up the AL Cy Young. Uh, going against Corey Kluber, he struggled since coming back from this injury. I mean, that's, you know, major rotator cuff injury that he suffered. Uh, last Wednesday, I believe, lasted only four innings against Texas. Gave up three runs on eight hits against the Rangers. His five starts since coming back from injury. Uh, five seven three ERA. He hasn't went deeper than four and one third. Uh, actually, just once. He's went deeper than four innings. So he's been rough. You got Robbie Ray looking to wrap up the AL Cy Young, like I said. I like Toronto on Thursday night. I like the Blue Jays. I just took them on the money line, but I like the plus money on the run line as well, especially with so, Ray on the bump. So do I. Plus, the way Marcus Simeon's been swinging the bat yesterday, all season, really, he just set a record for most home runs in a single yeah. season by a second baseman. His offseason is going to be very interesting because there are teams out there that have money that are going to have the need of a Marcus Simeon. Los Angeles Dodgers, I know you're listening to this. Right. Uh, let's keep going throughout the league because Philadelphia and Atlanta, Today, Atlanta's magic number is one. And listen, they got Gibson on the mound for Philadelphia, plus 120 versus Anderson, minus 145. I like the Braves on the run line, clinching their division today, plus money at 135. Let's go ahead and give it to the Braves. We know what this is going to be. Braves are your NL East champs tonight. Yeah, hate to say it, man, Um, you know, because as we record here, it's Thursday and uh, I can officially, I think, burn my Philadelphia Phillies NL East division winner ticket. I think it's officially time to toss that in the trash. I know I say that every single episode, but I'm with you and I'm just going to hedge the bet and I'm going to hammer the Braves on Thursday night. I like the plus money pick from you again. I'm just going to go simple and I'm going to go with the money line. It was the same price, minus 145. It is a must win for the Phillies. But like you said, you got Kyle Gibson on the mound, 429 ERA on the road this season, three and five record. He's lost three of his last five outings with the other games being no decisions. I have no faith in Philadelphia. I think the Braves take care of business tonight and they get the job done. And do you see value in that minus 145? Because that's right in that zone for me where it's right on the edge of take it or stay away right. minus 145 on the value. You see a lot of value in that rather than the run line. You know, usually I would just go with the run line. It's just so late in the season, man. It's like, okay, so this is probably, I mean, obviously it's the final week and I'm playing anything in the regular season, but even like going into like Saturday, Sunday, I might be staying away from a lot because a lot of these things, a lot of these races are going to be wrapped up and I'm going to be saving my money. 
some money is going to be coming in for these awards and these season win totals. I think I got like four out of my five. Uh, I just got to make sure that one more victory actually from the Phillies would uh, take me down from one of the bets that I made. But so I, I think that this is the weekend. This is the time where I will lay this price, the minus 145, all the way up to minus 150, just because the motivation is there for these teams, you know, with Toronto, who I like today, and with the Braves, who are looking to wrap up a postseason spot, especially when I'm fading a team like the Phillies, who have been inconsistent all season long. They're looking at themselves in the standings right now. I'm not saying they're giving up, but I think that they know that, um, you know, getting into the postseason right now, that's a long shot. I will agree with you wholeheartedly, especially when it comes to the run line going into the weekend series of the final weekend of the series of the season, mainly. And I'm, I, it really all depends on the games. There are a couple of games. I think you can look at the run line, but other games, I agree with you. The money line is going to be where the safe money is. Uh, let's talk about this one. This game's interesting because yes, we kind of already know Houston's going to win the AL West. Even though they haven't officially clinched, their magic number is one, but they are playing at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. And Houston's been playing some decent baseball lately. The Rays, still playing good ball. But here's the thing about the Rays, though. I know they're on the road. I know they're in Houston on Thursday evening. But when you have plus money on the money line for the Tampa Bay Rays, you take it. I don't care who they're playing. The 27 Yankees, you take the Rays if you get plus money. Plain and simple, McHugh on the mound against McCullers. Good matchup, but plus 125 for McHugh. I'm going Tampa Bay in this ballgame. Yeah, plus money for McHugh, like you just said. I'm getting plus money with the Tampa Bay Rays on Thursday night, and I'm taking it, especially against the Astros, who, like you said, they haven't wrapped up the division officially, but we all expect them to wrap that up this weekend. McHugh's been excellent this year, man. The record, 6-1 and one on the season. His ERA is under two. I mean, he's been lights out all season long, even going against the Killers tonight. I'm going to take the plus money with the Rays. That's the handicap right there. Anytime you got the Rays as underdogs, you just blindly bet them. You've done that all season long. You've made some money this Major League Baseball season. So I'm going to continue to back them on Thursday night. And, and I refuse to call them my underdogs of the day. I just refuse. They're the Rays. They have the best record in the AL. They're about to win 100 games. Right. They are on paper the third best team in baseball. So in no way, shape, or form will I – have the gall to call them my underdogs because I do have an underdog pick today. Oh, man, and you're going to think I'm nuts. But get ready, strap on in, because, ladies and gentlemen, today the Arizona Diamondbacks are playing in San Francisco. Yeah. You would be an insane person to take the Arizona Diamondbacks' worst road record in baseball on the road against the number one record in Major League Baseball in San Francisco. You'd be a crazy person to even suggest it. Strap in. I'm suggesting it. Madison Bumgarner on the mound today in San Francisco. You know he wants to put on a show for his old team. Not to mention they got Scott Casimir on the mound. He has been he's borderline geriatric right now. I don't expect anything out of him. Today is the day. If you're ever going to lay money on the Arizona Diamondbacks, it is today plus 165. I'm doing it. Arizona Diamondbacks. You are my underdogs of not just the day, the month, the year to, for Thursday evening. Go and get them. Go get those Giants. Same, man. I'm doing the same exact thing. Can't believe it. I'm taking Arizona. Um, if I was a uh, strikeout props kind of guy, I'd be all over Madison Bumgarner. Look, I mean, Arizona's not going to the postseason. Um, San Francisco, they're obviously going to the postseason. They're one of the best teams, if not the best team in all of baseball, especially in the National League. Bumgarner, 
I was looking at his strikeout prop, man. It was three and a half over at BetMGM. He's won over that number in 10 out of his last 13 starts since he's came off the IL back in July. He's been pitching all right. I mean, and you got the Giants who have actually been striking out at the ninth highest rate against lefties over the last month. So I like this to be a low-scoring game. I was looking at the total, but I'm with you. I'm going to take the plus-money dogs and back the Arizona Diamondbacks. What could possibly go wrong? I don't know what could possibly go wrong backing the Diamondbacks against the 104-win San Francisco Giants. Not to mention that the Los Angeles Dodgers got one more game on Thursday evening against yeah. the San Diego Padres. And like we mentioned, that is not made up yet either. I know they're two games back. And just please hear out this stat right here. This is an incredible stat. The Los Angeles Dodgers have the best record in baseball since the trade deadline they're 40 and 13 since yeah. they traded for both Trey Turner and Max Scherzer only six teams have had a 53 game stretch like that over the last decade the Dodgers in that time have gained on the Giants one game, one game. yeah that's nuts that's yeah. nuts and I do think though however based on everything I just said to you in that amount of time today's the day the Dodgers possibly gain a second game on Thursday. They're facing Velasquez on the mound, plus 190. Obviously, I'm, I'm fading the Padres hard. A massive drop off by this team. They're now two games under 500. I would say, I would say the biggest disappointment in Major League Baseball this season is the San Diego Padres, and I don't even think I have a close second at this point. But they got Gonsolin on the mound for the Dodgers, minus 250. Obviously, no value on the money line for me. I do like the Dodgers, however, on the run line because it's minus 120. That's pretty, pretty decent odds for a team that's been swinging it the way they have. And if you watch that team swinging on Wednesday evening, they are not afraid to put up a 15 spot. Yeah, yeah. I think the only way to play this game on Thursday night would be the Dodgers on the run line. It's like the Padres. I mean, they're just heading into the offseason, man. Like, what went wrong? I'm with you. They've been the biggest disappointment in all of baseball. I remember watching that first series in the beginning of the season against the Dodgers. Like, man, I can't wait to see this in the postseason. The crowd was electric. It was a real rivalry. The Padres are the young and up-and-coming team with the veterans, too. I mean, like, they added the veterans to the pitching staff. You Darvish isn't getting any younger. Uh, so huge disappointments. I think their season comes to a disappointing end, even more disappointing. And I will be uh, all over the Dodgers on Thursday night on the run line with you. Yeah. They still have something to play for. The way they're swinging the bat right now, like you said, they've been the best baseball team since the trade deadline. Uh, how do you not love what they did at the deadline? They acquired the uh, NL Cy Young most likely. So yeah. good for them. Must be nice. Uh, as I sit back as a Cubs fan, my team obviously won't be in the postseason, probably for the next five to six years. But they do say they're spending money this offseason, so I'll take it. There's a lot of interesting trade pieces out there, not to mention a lot of free agency pieces that could really help out a lot of teams. And the Cubs are one of those teams that absolutely could yeah. use them. But that is the sl slate of games taking place on Thursday evening. Now, yeah. let's talk about the final weekend of the season. And yes, we know a lot of this is all wrapped up. And by the end of this evening, Thursday evening, where we're currently recording, we could have more divisions wrapped up, such as the AL West, such as the NL East. But there are games that truly, truly matter here. And the first things first, we got to stay on the AL wildcard because the New York Yankees are playing at home. But they got a hell of a task ahead of them for their final three of the season. Not only do they have to play, this is how they have to finish out the year. They have to finish out the year taking on Toronto in Toronto on Thursday evening. Then they have to go home and play against the Tampa Bay Rays, 
who will likely win their 100th game in the Bronx against the Yankees. What do you think? The Yankees got something to play for. The Tampa Bay Rays technically do not at this point. I don't see the Tampa Bay Rays taking the Yankees lightly. I just do not. They're going to take this final series very seriously and try to have something rolling into the playoffs. I don't think the Tampa Bay Rays want any type of repeat of last season. That team wants a ring, plain and simple. I got to say, I'm fading the Yankees this final weekend of the season, and I truly think of the three teams, of the, I should say the four teams that are in this race, I think the Yankees are going to end up being on the outside looking in. And that's a crazy thing to say about the team that is currently holding the number one wild card spot with three to, with four to go as we currently talk. No, I'm with you. And you head into the final weekend of the season, you know, in Tampa Bay, they have everything wrapped up. But like you said, I mean, this team, they want to win a World Series, especially after the way that it ends last year where they should have won a World Series. And if Blake Snell doesn't get pulled, they probably do win a World Series. So I don't think they're going to take the Yankees lightly because – why, why are you going to allow that team to hang around? Why are you going to allow them to sneak into the postseason when you could play spoiler and play for something this weekend? You know, you want to be playing your best baseball. I know that's cliche to say, but you want to be playing your best baseball heading into the postseason. Yankees, I mean, they were hot. Then they weren't so hot. Then they were hot. Then they weren't so hot. They've been so inconsistent. I don't like this matchup even at home against Tampa Bay this weekend. Still a little bit dinged up. You got Joey Gallo dealing with the hand injury. I'm going to be fading the Yankees this weekend as well in this series. And I'm with you. I mean, I'm rooting for them. Um, I mean, you know, I feel like when the Yankees, when the Dodgers, when teams like that are in the postseason, it's good for Major League Baseball. But I'm I'm rooting for some young blood, man. Seattle, Toronto. I'm fading the Yanks this weekend as well with Tampa Bay. So let's go ahead and chat about it right now. The Boston Red Sox going to Washington. That's the other issue for the Yankees. It's not just their matchup. It's the matchup of their other contenders for the same spots are not the same thing. Look at the Boston Red Sox going over to Washington. I mean, the smart money is to completely fade Washington. Maybe they could swipe a game, which would be huge for every other team. But I have to assume that the Boston Red Sox are going to go into Washington and sweep the Nationals in their home turf and snag one of these wild card spots. Yeah, I would assume so, man. I mean, the Nationals could be a sneaky team because they got some dudes. I mean, they could score a lot of runs. They could, I mean, they have Juan Soto, who like, I mean, realistically, he should be, He, he I mean, he possibly should be uh, the MVP of the National League if he's on a better team. I mean, I know that that doesn't matter, but he really was, I mean, just tremendous the second half of the season. Um but still, I mean, like I was looking for some pitching matchups to see maybe if Washington does steal one or two. All I found was Friday night, and you got Josh Rogers on the mound. Short sample size, two and one record, two seventy three ERA, um, going against Rodriguez too. I like Boston this weekend. I'll be probably looking to play Boston this weekend against Washington. Yeah, and that's actually one of those series that I think you can go ahead and look at the run line throughout the entire weekend. Yeah. I don't think they're going to beat them by a little. I think they're going to beat up on them. And there's yeah. another series that's very, very similar that's also in the AL East, and that is Toronto finishing their season out in Baltimore. Like I said, this is going down to the wire. We could end up with a four-team tie. It could legitimately happen. That would be so awesome, wouldn't it? I mean, especially with just the way that this season – has played out. I mean, Toronto, though, you look at this weekend, and I will be playing them in every single matchup because they're at home in Toronto, and they lock out because they get the sweepstakes. They get the Baltimore Orioles to close out the season. So good for the Blue Jays. 
18 games above 500. I think they've been the best story the second half of the season. Uh, as we record here on Thursday, September 30th, what are they, a game back? You got Seattle a half game back. This race is going to be so awesome. But they luck out, and they get Baltimore this weekend. Baltimore is not playing spoiler. Like, I just got done talking about Washington. Maybe Washington does steal a game or two from Boston because they do got some dudes. Baltimore is not stealing anything, man. So I like Toronto this weekend, and I'll be rooting for them. It's tough, though, because it comes down to Toronto and Seattle possibly getting in. I would love for both to get in. You know the Yanks or Boston. One of those teams is getting in, though. Probably Boston with the way that things luck out for them. Uh, But go Toronto this weekend, man. I'll be playing them. Here it is. The game that I really want to talk about. The series I really want to talk about. The Seattle Mariners. We are three games left in the season. And we get to talk about the Seattle Mariners. Like you mentioned, a half game out right now of the wild card spot behind the Boston Red Sox. Thursday evening, they do not have a ball game. So they could, by the end of this evening, be either tied for that wild card spot or back a game of that wild card spot. But they're going in to Anaheim to finish out. I'm sorry, they're not going to Anaheim. Anaheim's coming to them to play up in Seattle. It's a favorable matchup to them. We already know Otani's not going to pitch during this series. You know that the Angels aren't very good. The Mariners can legitimately do this. They can legitimately do this. And I know, I know I'd be doing this all based on my heart, but I want the Mariners to sweep out the season and get into the playoffs. I would give anything, anything for a Toronto Blue Jays versus Seattle Mariners wildcard game. It would be incredible, not to mention just straight 80s, 90s nostalgia. We're talking backwards Seattle Mariners hats versus tiny Cito Gaston mustaches. I want it. I want it. I want it. It needs to be a cosplay section at Comic-Con. Seriously, man. And it looked like it was dead. And I mean, they were hanging around, hanging around. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago and here they are and they are alive heading into the weekend and they're at home. Like you said, they're off on Thursday. They get to rest up and then they get the Angels who have absolutely nothing to play for. And if there's a team I'm rooting against, it is the Angels. Shout out to Otani. Can't wait to cash my MVP ticket. But for the fifth straight season, the fifth consecutive season, I played them to win the division. I had high hopes. And here we are. They're eight games below 500, 75 wins on the season, played their season win total over. They've been a disappointment once again. I hope Trout's healthy for next year. I hope they spend some money in free agency and they're relevant next season so we can see Otani pitch in the postseason and Trout actually healthy in the postseason. But I'll be looking to play the Mariners this weekend. I'll be rooting for the Mariners. It's a series I might even stay away from, man, and I might just root for it as a fan because I don't want to get my wallet invested and jinx the damn thing. So go Seattle this weekend. I can't believe they're still alive. Um, I can't wait to see how this all plays out. But again, a favorable matchup going against the Angels, who again have nothing to play for, and we won't see Otani on the bump this uh, weekend, like you said. Pretty favorable for everyone that is still in the wild card. Except the top team, which is the Yankees. Yankees. So this is going to be... Whew, this is going to be a fun weekend. This is a great way to end the season. Things that are legitimately fought for. And let's talk about the final thing that's fought for. And there is a big caveat to what we're about to say. Because the other games that you need to pay attention to this weekend, quite frankly, are the San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers taking on Milwaukee in Milwaukee. So we already know that Milwaukee's one hell of a team. But they have not been playing their best baseball. Not to mention losing Devin Williams because he decided to punch a wall after a celebration. Normally not what you want to do after celebrating a play playoff uh, berth but hey man that's a big hit to that team but they could win without him absolutely that's not going to be the thing that makes or breaks them but it's all going to come down to Thursday evening for me 
if our underdog Diamondbacks do beat the San Francisco Giants, we think that the Dodgers are going to go ahead and win their eighth in a row against the San Diego Padres on Thursday evening, which would make the season one game differential. It'd be 104 wins versus 103 wins going into the final three games of the season. Here's the question. Both these teams in playoffs. We are not going to fade the Giants or Dodgers for their final season series. Who's going to win the division? That's what it all comes down to. Who's it going to be? Two that's, games separate them now. What do you think? Man, that, that's a great question right there. I think it's going to end up being the Giants, to be honest with you, man, because they just don't go away. They just don't die. But you look at this matchup for the Dodgers, and I do think the Brewers are still one or two games, even though they don't have a whole lot to play for. They've obviously wrapped up the NL Central. They've been celebrating. Like you said, the Devin Williams injury, Now I think they could win without him as well. But, I mean, that's kind of a crushing blow, like, when you look at it for their postseason hopes, because I love their rotation, obviously, but I love the way that things would set up where you'd go to Devin Williams in the eighth and then hand it over to Hayter for the ninth. And how embarrassing for this kid who was Rookie of the Year last year, and then he has to do his uh, interview in the dugout after breaking his hand from punching a wall, and he has to have the general manager, David Stearns, next to him as he's getting interviewed by the media. That's embarrassing right there. Sucks for him. Um, but I do think it's going to end up being the Giants this weekend. I'm agreeing with you, and I'm agreeing with you simply because of this. The Giants are taking on San Diego in San Francisco. Yeah. The Padres are clearly phoning it in at this point. Right. They just are desperate for this season to end. Um, and I just think it's not so much because of their play or anyone's play. I think it's simply the Dodgers have run out of time to catch them. Yeah, which is crazy, man, because, like, the Dodgers did it right all season long, both teams. I, I just – the postseason is going to be ridiculous this year. Man. I, feel like, I feel like every year I could point out like two teams and I'm like, okay, these two teams have a shot. Like, okay, maybe every once in a while you do see an underdog team like the Nationals, you know. But, um, man, I look at it this year and I'm like, I could legitimately make the case for all of these teams, every single one of these teams. Even in the AL, like the young teams like Toronto and Seattle, they're having to play their best, best baseball right now just to get in. I mean, they're in postseason mode right now, whereas some of these teams – not the and that's the good thing for the Dodgers. I feel like this is almost kind of like a blessing in disguise. Sure, nobody wants to play in the one game wild card, right? It's too fluky. But at the same time, like if the Dodgers won 110, 112 games and we're just sitting around bored right now, like we've seen that come back to haunt them, uh, you know, in the postseason, getting knocked off by the Nationals or the Brewers taking them to seven games in the NLCS a couple of years back, or all the collapses they've had in the World Series against the Astros, for example. Yeah, and I'll tell you right now, let's talk about it really quickly about those World Series futures because you mentioned the Dodgers. Yeah. The Dodgers currently holding the first wild card spot, and as of right now, they're going to play the St. Louis Cardinals in a one-game playoff. It is not out of the realm of possibility that the Dodgers are knocked out on October 3rd, and they're done. Yeah, playing the hottest team in Major League Baseball. They finally lost the game, which, I mean, that was free money almost on Wednesday with the Brewers because you figured the Cardinals are going to celebrate, man, having to win, what was it, 17 straight just to get in. They get in. You knew you were going to have the hangover game. That's that's one way of handicapping it. I don't hate the Cardinals plus 2,000 right now. Dodgers, the overwhelming favorites. How crazy is that? I'd have to go back and look. I wonder if the overwhelming favorite, because – the next best odds are the Astros plus 475, which I completely do not agree with uh, when you have the Rays 7-1 to one still. But I wonder if a team that's most likely going to have to play in the one-game wild card has ever been the overwhelming favorite to win the World Series. Dodgers are still sitting there plus 325, Astros plus 475, Rays and Giants plus 700. 
White Sox plus 750, Brewers plus 750, Yanks 12 to 1 with better odds than the Braves at 14 to 1, the Cardinals at plus 2,000, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox at 25 to 1, Mariners 80 to 1. Uh, oh. Where's your value bet? I'm sticking with the Rays, man. Price is still plus 700, and I still think they're the best team in all of baseball. But you know what? I'm going to throw a small little play. Hey, if the Cardinals have to win a World Series and I have to be miserable for four or five months while we wait for spring training, I want to get rich off of it. Plus 2,000. Sign me up. I'm all in. Sign me up for the dark side, baby. 20 to 1 is pretty good odds, but (laughs) guess what? I'm not going to take the flyer on it. I'm going to have to wait. I have to wait on that. I just have to, you know what? Honestly, I have to wait day of that wild card game to see how I feel. See how I feel about Scherzer that day and whoever uh, the Cardinals are planning on throwing. Possibly, possibly Wainwright. They, they They announced it five minutes ago, man. I got the update actually on my phone here as we record on Thursday. They are going with Wainwright. They've announced it a couple minutes ago uh, as we record at like one o'clock on Thursday. So we might, we're we're most likely looking at a Wainwright versus Scherzer. uh, (laughs) First five under three and a half, I bet. Four runs tops, and I love it. Yep, guys, you're going to have to catch me next week when this game comes up. I cannot legitimately tell you what I think about it yet, but I will agree with you. On the AL side, plus 700 for the Rays. Absolutely, I'm taking that. That's the one that I'm really looking at, and that is a team you know wants to win the World Series badly, especially after last season. Well, guys, that is it for us for this week's version of BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Ryan Horvat, where can people find you, man? On Twitter, at Ryan Horvat, BetMGM tonight, Monday through Friday, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey. Oh, and we're on Twitch now, too. Ooh, look at yeah. you all fancy with that Twitch stream. Yeah, you, big you, Twitch. I love it. You can find me at Decker6 on Twitter and, of course, Antihero Baseball on Instagram. Not to mention, check out one of my other podcasts with Odyssey with Tony Gwynn Jr. and John Heyman, Big Time Baseball. Like, share, and subscribe to that wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And, of course, like, share, and subscribe to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And, of course, on the Odyssey app. Guys, be safe out there. Enjoy the last weekend of baseball and let all these teams prove Ryan and me right. Take care, guys. Beat it.